gentlemen, we're in for an incredible night. Oh, we're taking it up a notch. You have to sometimes just say yes. Where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What's my niche? What's my vibe? And by saying yes to everything, gives you real clarity of what that looks like. Laura and Nat, Nala and Nat. People will forget what you've done, but they won't forget how you made them feel. As you've built your brand, bringing in more team members, mm -hmm. how do you keep that ethos? Since COVID, all hair and makeup artists in the bridal industry have come together and we, we've always had that feeling from yeah. day one. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody has, unfortunately. Yeah. We want to leave a legacy. Hey, be sure you stick around because we're only getting warmed up. The people that aren't growing in their business at the moment are potentially the business that need to lean in more than ever to personal development and mindset work. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod Think Wedding Business. Today we have Nala and Nut. I'm going to read my notes for this. Over 15 years of bridal experience. This is from your website, by the way. Um, <laughs> fistfuls of awards within the wedding industry. You've scaled your business now into a full team of hair and makeup artists. Um, and you've got several other businesses as well. You've got your podcast, you've got your, your educational bridal school. Um, and I know, because I've known you for years, you bring so much energy and positivity yeah. to not just the wedding day, but the industry and business as a whole. So we're super excited to have you. Laura and Nat, Nala and Nat, have I said that the right way around? Yay! Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, what Welcome, a lovely guys. introduction. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I think you. you did all right with that. He did, so did really well. Oh, my we'll first intro. We'll I mean, I, I do it all the time. Uh, I'm, on my own and when I'm on YouTube, but all of a sudden when there's three of you, <laughs> well, like people are watching, people are watching. I was going to say with these two of them, you know when you come across some suppliers and they're a bit long in the tooth, they've been doing it for 20, 30 years, and you can tell they've not got that same energy, they've not got the same, yeah. but they're a bit jaded. Although you guys have been in the industry for a long time, you still carry that passion and that power oh, and that energy. You. And it's thank like you're brand new to it, but you're it's not. Like you get you know, more peppy the thank more you, you do it. It's great. Oh, right. But you're not right back at you both because that's the thing, it's the energy. People say, don't they, like, your energy introduces you before you even speak and it's a big thing that, like, you know, we're proud of, aren't mm, we? Because definitely. you love what you do and it shows, I think, so... I think it's hard to yeah. not love it being in this industry because yeah. it is, it's, it is a, it's, a, it's a great space. It is the odd drawback, but generally, it's always a good uh, yeah, place to, to be, isn't yeah. it? Totally. Yeah. So yeah. How, how's, uh, how's this year going? How's season? You busy? It's busy. I think that's the word that we keep using all the time, isn't it? It's just yeah. really busy. Always oh, so busy. I know. So busy. And I hate that word because sometimes it's just like, oh, we're busy, but we really are. It's just I know, been a busy very can sound a bit negative, can't yeah. it? Busy in a really lovely, positive. Yeah, way. we're very grateful Absolutely. that we have yeah. so many weddings and so many people trust us. Are you, are you day, finding so. that it, there's been a busy period and you're going to calm down, or is it just Definitely. straight through this year and? Do you know what we were saying this word? We were saying we feel, I don't know whether you both agree as well, but we feel that it's gone back to a seasonal business, I feel, with the weddings this year. I think we've had the COVID hangover of yep. like last couple of years where it's been non-stop mm -hmm. and every day. But even though like our summer, I'd say from June until the end of August, it's mm. been like multiple weddings every day, which is normal for summer for like in regards to how busy we are at these months. But it feels like it's gone back to a little bit more like seasonal, I yeah, think. Yeah, it definitely does. Like we're busy all through the year, but summer has definitely been like Summer, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, because yeah. I think that it's going that way again. Totally. Yeah. I've noticed it anyway. Yeah. Yes. Which I'm glad of, because I like, I used to love that 
you're busy in the summer and then in the yeah. winter you can work on business and you're a bit calmer and you it can redo your space. website and things like that. It's like Absolutely. the balance is returning as it was kind of pre-COVID. Yeah, and for a couple of years we just didn't have it, did we? And it's no. kind of coming back. That's but I feel one. as well what's really important when you're working in the wedding industry because you're delivering all the time, you're actually working in your business and certainly over like your summer period, even Easter for us, you know, I'm sure that you all feel that like Easter's like such a busy time, isn't it, for mm. brides and grooms? But yeah. when you have that kind of time, I think September, you have that back to school feeling anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. as, as a yeah. business owner, because you're like, I can actually work on my business now. Yeah. I can just literally take, you know, take stock, have a bit of review and think right where we're going now. And you need that time as a business owner. You've got to have that time to work on it, not just in it, don't yeah. you? Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm just going to touch on, I'm going to say for any listener watching, Nala and Not, they are an award-winning hair and makeup business team, wedding suppliers. They are just awesome, but there's more to them than just that, with several businesses to touch on, which we're going to talk about today. But I'm really interested to know how you guys first started out, and what drew you to the wedding industry, and yeah, give us a bit of a bit of backstory. <laughs> wow. Do you want to tell this story, girl? I will. So we met um, about 10 years ago, didn't we now? Mm. So we met through another makeup brand and we um, instantly became friends. We went for a coffee, Laura stopped me for a bit, she wanted to be my friend. I just yeah. wanted to be a friend <laughs> and she just wasn't being my friend. I'm like, do you want to go for a coffee, come with me friends? You are real coffee. life friends, you we don't just put it on for show. She's my friend. sister from another mister, <laughs> <laughs> literally. It's just for show. Are you, are you real life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine, bye everyone. They hate each other behind oh, the scenes, God. oh my God. Could you imagine? No, no so she's my sister. we met, went for a coffee, became instant best friends, didn't we? Like we almost felt like we knew each other before. We definitely were sisters in a past life. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to sound out there, everyone. <laughs> um, and then we both discovered that I did makeup. Laura does hair and makeup. Well, at the time you did, didn't you? And mm. uh, we both worked in the wedding industry, and we kind of just we both had our own businesses, and then needed help. Like oh. Um, I've got, you know, however many bridesmaids, do you want to give me a hand? So we're mm. working together. We kind of became business partners and best friends within a year, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So Without it, knowing it, kind of default, you needed it, help, yeah. so well, could you, would you come in and do yeah. this? Yeah. And then you had a moment where you thought, ah, yeah. why don't we go it into worked. business together? Yeah, think, it worked. What was, what was it that when you got together that you thought, this, this needs to become a thing, we're better together than we are? So for me, obviously you say you're a virgin, but... I found when, as a solo makeup artist, you work with lots of people um, on a wedding morning, and there was something about the way we worked together that was so similar, yeah. and we were like in sync, really easy, you know, we thought the same, we mm. acted very similar, the way we treat brides, people, we were all very, well, Chemistry. Same, I? I agree. Definitely yeah. same. And you know, everyone works in their own little ways, and so our way might not work for another makeup artist, whichever, but we just from day one was like, we actually work incredibly yeah. well, get on incredibly well, which obviously you need to. Totally. And then it was you that decided, you know, should we start a business together? And I was like, absolutely. Let's do it. The thing is for me is that my background was corporate. So we've both been working in the wedding industry for like, mine's a bit more than like near 20 years. I tell everybody I'm 28 years old. It is a lie, but we'll <laughs> keep that just to ourselves in the podcast. <laughs> but. Um, I've worked in corporate for 10 years before Nat and I decided to like take the leap and start our own brand and I love business I'm absolutely passionate about business I love everything to do with it I love new ideas I'm such like a future self person I love it and then I just as Nat said our relationship our friendship 
is absolutely the core foundation of what makes our business Nala and not successful. Without us being as close and trusting as each other, I don't know whether we'd have the business we'd have today. But when we kind of like sat down and thought about it, I was like, we need to make this into a brand. We need to really like take this to a level where you know, like I've been working for other brands and in the, you know, corporate world, mm. we could do this with us. Yeah, and absolutely. it was actually at Nat's kitchen table, we're probably eating Victoria sponge cake and having a cup of tea, knowing us. And basically we're just like, let's do it. And we started to like think about names, started to we we, we dreamt big from day one. We, we were did. very much like, we're not going in at this, like just we're just gonna do it. We're gonna <clears> do <throat> this and build a brand and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. So then that was it. We started thinking of the names and the rest is history, is there, sir? I think the takeaway from that definitely, if you're gonna go into business with somebody, is the friendship level. Totally. Make sure you've got complete trust in each other. And I suppose, you know, you've and we know you've built a team of people around as well. And I suppose that kind yeah. of transpires over to that a little bit. But the key business owners, you need to have that trust in each other and have Absolutely. that real friendship because that take that will take you through, wasn't yeah. it? One million percent. Uh, I watched a video the other day and it was talking about if you want to see if somebody's trustworthy, go and go and play golf with them and Ooh. get them watch, see if they cheat. So yeah. you can do anything, and it was like, ah, because if they cheat, it's a no-no. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh, you see, the thing is, isn't it, when it's that. Each other. <laughs> oh my God, that's it It was now. a Joe we're Rogan after, podcast. We're off to the golf. <laughs> it was a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> and his wife spotted, one of these guys' wife spotted one of the players cheating. He was moving his ball. And after the, the game, his wife went over to him and said, don't go into business with that man because no. he's not trustworthy. Wow. And, uh, so it's yeah, that's an important point, isn't it? That's really interesting, is, is that? Yeah. Right, so pulling it back. So I think that's one takeaway. Right, yeah. start def- mm-hmm. for our viewers and people Your listening. Your friendship's got to be there. Yeah. It's still as strong today. I'm, I'm assuming, I know. Even more. Even more. Yeah. <laughs> and grown together. You've got yeah. to, I think you've got to, when you're in business with somebody, it's not just about necessarily, you know, just trusting each other and loving each other and being good friends. You have to know that, like, literally, when it all goes wrong and if it all goes, like, the way that you don't want it to, that you're both going to support each other mm-hmm. through it. And that is what we have, I believe, as, like, our foundation. Our foundation of success is our friendship. So when you came together then and you thought, right, we're doing this business, you're sitting down, we're making names, I suppose it was quite, so not easy, but... You had a foot in the door, didn't you, with the wedding industry already? But what were your some of your initial moves? You come together, this new business. Mm-hmm. We want to go and tell the world about it. We want to start getting bookings. What did you do? What were your marketing things at the start? How, <laughs> how did you get your first clients, and where did you take it from there? I think what we did, which was probably maybe a little bit different when somebody's starting out, is that we went in thinking we're building a brand. We're not just setting up as we're providing a service, we're building a brand. Mm-hmm. This is our goals, we dreamt big, we had, we're very much into like uh, manifestation and making things happen. So we're like, let's just dream big and build a brand and from the brand that kind of will like, you know, get us to where mm-hmm. we need to get to. But what we used to do in the early days, and we say this to everybody now, is that you have to sometimes just say yes. Just say yes and do it, and just mm. literally work your hardest. Like, yeah. you have to be the hardest person working in the room when you're starting out as a business. You can't just hope and pray. You've got to put the energy Absolutely. in, don't you? And being, and you know, and kind of what we used to do, right? We laugh about it now. We say yes and figure it out. A lot of people, say, and I hear this a lot, is um, knowing when to say no. 
and knowing your worth and being, mm-hmm. b- being brave to, enough to say no. I love that you flip that and you, that you actually advocate saying yes. Not, I think you have to get to a the lot point of, people of doing that say though, no, don't you? And use the excuse of like, it's my, you know, it's my reputation. Yeah. And it's saying yes to more things and yeah. putting yourself out of your comfort zone when you don't necessarily want to do it or there's some mm-hmm. there's a bit of fear niggling you just doing it yeah i think you learn figuring so much it out more though, don't way. you yeah. you learn i i did at the start i just took every single gig going correct you have and to. some of them were nightmares some of them are yeah. brilliant but you you it's a massive learning curve and yeah yeah you've got to be a certain point in your career to say no for something exactly. yeah if it doesn't feel right but i think at the beginning you're striving you're saying mm-hmm. yes to everything yeah you know you're helping people you're taking names you're out there you know You've got that passion, that drive, and yeah. you'll, you'll do it. So you we always do. say, yeah, just yeah. say yes to everything. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's learn. Every I think, yes I think is when an you, opportunity, But, but when yeah. you say yes at the beginning, it's like you've just got to think of anything. Like a student learning in like a classroom environment. We started this brand. We know how to do hair and makeup. But to build a brand and to build a business, we were new to it. Mm. So starting out and saying yes, is that's where you're fine-tuning your bow. You've got to mm. kind of think, right, where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What's my niche? What's my vibe? And by saying yes to everything gives you real clarity of what that looks like. So I absolutely 1 million percent agree with you, Adam. You have to get to a point where you're like, I've, I'm really, really good at what I do. and I really work hard. And now I need to just say no to a lot more things and be more measured and standing powerful in my niche. Mm. But at the beginning, I really do feel that by being the hardest person, you know, hardest working person in the room and saying yes and figuring out exactly what your vibe and style and mm-hmm. your clientele are is possibly it won't do you any harm in no. business i don't think Absolutely i think not. it served us well by going right we'll do this doesn't do any harm no and we yeah. wouldn't have met if no. i there exactly. was, we met i think first on a on a style shoot or you know yeah like a, yeah we did yeah, yeah. and i and i that was yeah. those opportunities that i'd now say no to because i don't need yeah i'd like i'd probably in a point now where I don't need to do those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. We touched, you touched on mm-hmm. the word there about, about yeah. finding your, your ideal client, which I'm definitely going to ask that as a more specific question in a little while. Okay, but you've sure. got the drive, the passion, you're saying yes to everything. What did you do to get your first bookings? As in your marketing, what were you doing? Were you going out networking? Were you dropping in on venues? Were you using SEO on, you know, SEO on your website? Were you using yeah. social media? Was it a culmination of everything? But what gave us those first initial bookings? And gig, those first clients, basically, where did you get them from? What what sort was, of what marketing bit. strategies did you employ right yeah. at the start? I think it was a bit of everything, wasn't yes. it? It was massively social media, yeah. but also massively networking. And I found in the very beginning, like we said, yes to everything, we were everywhere, weren't we? All the mm. time, we met lots of new people. We wanted to make ourselves known. We wanted to create relationships. So I think. It come from a bit of everything, didn't it? We already mm. had wedding bookings already. Yeah. Um, so we obviously had lots of content and things. So, But I, I imagine for a bride to find us initially in the beginning with Nala and Not, it was definitely social media. It was. And like you said, with the networking, it was doing like the wedding fairs and things. And, mm. you know, that's a, that's a really important point there of going, we were everywhere. And, mm. you know, people could look at our brand now and be like, oh, look what they've, you know, got and what they've done. And, you know, they've got this team, et cetera, et cetera. At beginning, we were everywhere. We Literally. worked. So you were booking we on the worked, wedding fairs. Worked, wedding dro- fairs. Dropping into venues, asking them about what fairs we did. Got, we did that. Shoots. We literally dropped off all of like literature, yeah. style shoots. It was networking. It was wedding fairs awards. And, and award ceremonies that like literally were so looking grateful and you know we're so proud that mm-hmm. you know what, we, what we've won, what we've won. But a lot of the time as well, what you've said, alluded to, it's your relationships. Like 
I think that when it comes to being in the wedding industry, being great at what you do from your skill set, be it like whatever creative that you're focusing on, you know, video, photography, mm. hair, makeup, styling, you know, whatever it is, I think you've got to remember that this is never about us as a supplier. Mm -hmm. This is somebody's most important day. This is the most expensive day that they'll probably like, you know, pay for. You have to really focus on how lucky you are there. You, you lucky you are to be in that room and be chosen to be their supplier, but equally really hold space for them. And I think that's what we're very, we're very similar for. We yeah. care so much about people. Relationships are paramount to us. Like our relationships with our family and friends mm -hmm. and our, well, our business relationships are so, so important to us. You know, and I think that that served us so well because Absolutely. we put our focus on relationships to every single bride that we met. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that, and then I think you can spot it when people don't yeah. do that. People yeah. become more self-involved. For me, I always I know my couples have got an expectation from what I do, and mm -hmm. I feel that pressure. And I want I'm working for them. I'm doing yes, my very best yeah. for them yeah. to give them the best day ever, and mm -hmm. that should always be your focus. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because some people lose that towards the, as they get on their careers. They do. Egos selfish, can come they? into the thing. With, with yeah. this podcast now, we've done ten, ten or so episodes. There's a pattern forming of everyone. There's got the, the same advice. If you work first for your couple. Everything yeah. else mm -hmm. falls into place. One million percent. And you, and you're serving them. You are. And then that builds your reputation. That That's where you get the repeat bookings. That's yeah. where couples go, do you know what? They went above and beyond. Mm. We need to shout them to the rooftops. Mm. And then, yeah, because we have... it all falls yeah, into place, doesn't because it? Because we have about 60 to 70% of our inquiries are through word of mouth yeah. advertising now. Because you've held space for those women uh, on that day, on that bridal morning, and they're going to remember you. They're going to remember. People will forget what you've done, but they won't forget how you made them feel. Mm. So you've got to always think to yourself that if you're going to give that energy on a wedding morning, they will go and go, they made me feel amazing. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't maintain that good feeling and that good energy on that wedding morning, that will carry into their day. So that is important, and that's what we really that's focus the line. on. That's, it's not just that's what you do, it's how you made them feel yeah, doing it. One million percent, yeah. exactly. that's, how, that's how we... And it's not just the product then, isn't it? It's the person behind you who's actually delivering that product, how you yeah, make your people feel. Same with what Johnny was Andrew touching Brandt. on with his yeah. photography. It's like, how do I make these, how do I fit into this and make these people feel at home yeah. and relax straight away? Yeah. Totally, He said yeah. the product is a given for him because he yeah, knows he's brilliant at what he does. Exactly yeah. the same as you. Yeah. You want to get on with them people, make sure they feel relaxed in your company. Mm -hmm. Totally. And you, and you have a laugh with them as well. And, and what you yeah. find as well, as we all know, every, obviously we only deal with the brides, but every bride is different. So we don't think, oh, she's just a bride. Like she has her own unique style, personality, different, you know, we have so many brides. approach it differently. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we had a bride last week who came through the door, didn't she? And she was like, I'm really nervous. And we were like, absolutely fine. She loved her hair and her makeup, but it wasn't really about her hair and her makeup exactly. on that trial. It was about how you're feeling with your wedding, what's going on. Yeah. And she left being, ended up with a thought, well, you're going to be one of our friends. Yeah, exactly. We've made loads of friends over the we years. We have, that's how lucky we are. We've made a lot of friends. Like, we went to a baby shower the other day. With one of our we brides. Met her on yeah. her wedding. And, well, we did her, 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 well, that's a good story. So we did her sister's wedding. She met us there, and then she booked us for her um, wedding in Sorrento, mm -hmm. and then we just became lovely really friends. Really good friends. I've got a friend I go fishing with, yeah. who yeah. I did in, in Ibiza years ago, and I've had other bookings from that wedding and from their friends, yeah. and it's just, the oh, word of mouth is so, it's brilliant with the wedding industry. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I, I, we'll come back to ideal clients, we want to talk about that, but um, destination weddings, this is something I wanted to ask you about. Mm -hmm. You mentioned there uh, that you did 
a sister's wedding and then that led to one that happened to be in Sorrento and she she booked you because she did her sisters and did a good job on that but as a as a video and and photographers it's very common for us to be flown overseas I would say I mean I might be naive in saying this but I'd say it's rarer for the hair and makeup to be flown overseas yeah yeah but you guys do a lot of destination weddings Mm -hmm. don't you yeah so you're obviously your brand at that point where people are wanting to they, they, they want you that bad they're willing to fly mm. you out yeah do you how have you approached have you gone after destinations or has it just been like a byproduct so, of i think a lot of it has been from like obviously you start doing one and then you just kind of advertise it all over like instagram even on our website we made a page for it didn't yeah because we? we knew we loved it we knew we wanted to do be like international yeah. and again from like day one we always knew it wasn't going to be like the, we're sat in the river valley it's beautiful but we don't see ourselves as a wedding valley business. We see ourselves as like an international business. Mm. So from day one, we've always wanted to do. So to continue that. getting yeah. that work, you're sh- by having it on your site and on your social media, you're showing it. People know that you're up for doing that. Yeah. So that's mm. probably going to lead to more inquiries yeah. abroad. You, you have to communicate that as well. I think the key to it all is, you know, you've got to communicate on your social media from a marketing perspective as well that this is what you're available to do and mm-hmm. this is what mm. you deserve to have as well from the feeling point of view. So when we launched our brand, what we had as our strap line is we make brides look and feel their best on the most important day. Mm. So that's been something that we've carried through all of our marketing. And I feel that like so many brides, you know, when we started talking about that like 10 years ago when we set the business up, um, well, eight years ago, 10 years ago when mm. we obviously met, when we started talking about that, it was all about, you know, focusing on the feeling, focusing on that feel good. That was a big, big, big part of what we used to communicate. And it wasn't really around that kind of com- that kind of like marketing angle that it's, it's a lot more now, but yeah. it's genuinely authentic to us. We want to make you feel amazing as well as look People amazing. remember more how you've made them feel rather than the service you provided sometimes. Yeah. That's the thing, that. yeah. And, and for us, we said, you know, obviously weddings can be overwhelming. <laughs> it's your most important day. There's a lot to think of. Add on to that a destination focus, logistics, family coming over, yeah. friends coming over. Let us help you eliminate that stress of mm-hmm. having your, of looking amazing by coming with you. That's the angle that That's we went yeah. through. Did yeah. you do yeah. any d- more di- direct marketing to get abroad stuff? Did you, did you contact any wedding planners who specifically work it, sort of destination weddings or is it have they, have they just come because people know you do them yeah. or have, just you, have come, you done anything more come. direct to yeah. get them they've just come yeah. we never did that and I think that's you know one of the things as well that we really are very proud of is that everything we have is been through organic growth we haven't put anything behind PPC SEO we've not done anything like that mm-hmm. it's all down to us showing up consistently on social media us doing a great job for those brides on that wedding morning us networking and making friendships in the industry and it actually has evolved from an organic mm-hmm. route which is really we're really proud of that yeah, yeah. I mean could we have done it quicker if we had explored those options you know, yeah. quite possibly yeah we don't even email marketing we don't even do email marketing like when we first started out now it's different obviously because you grow a brand you grow that space and that's the right thing to do it's much more organic but, that way isn't it it, but it wouldn't be authentic to you would it, it wouldn't no. be authentic no so I did one in Tuscany years ago with my mate Andy Murphy and we went. We not met the wedding planner before. We met them obviously when we flew over, and the gig was such a success. Andy's done a few more gigs for her since abroad. Yeah. She's inquired with me to do all the gigs abroad. Yeah, I think if you can let them know that you're really good at what you do and yeah. they get to witness it first hand, they're going to recommend you for more mm-hmm. destination weddings and it, the yeah. whole thing kind of goes full but circle. It's, it's getting your foot in the door, and it sounds dead simple, but 
the act of showing that you do it yeah. means it's that when act. people inquire, yeah. they can see that yeah. that's something that's possible. Because yeah. Like if you don't show anything, you might be sat at home going, "I'd, I'd, I'd be more, I'd love to do a destination yeah. wedding," but no one doesn't know that until mm. they see it. And mm. I think they're not going to inquire with you because no. they'll look at your website and they'll look at someone else's, and that person's got a destination on like portfolio yeah. on the site so it's like well they obviously do it yeah. yeah there's no reason why the other person wouldn't do it no mm. as far as they're concerned but when you can see it as a bride and groom you go well they obviously yeah, do yeah. it they'll so go, it's just it's simply available showing to me. it yeah. yeah i think show show yeah. what you want to get and certainly i mean i, I went down that route with, with my website showing the sort of couples that i want to get yeah. yeah this is the atmosphere that i provide and couples will see that i want that mm-hmm. yeah and that's you know, about target. That's where you target in your ideal yeah, client, absolutely. isn't it? Yeah. And I think when you get to that point, it's where you've gone through the say yes to everything and figure it out stage, mm. and then you start to fine tune. Then mm-hmm. you start to really right. stand we'll, in your we'll, we'll, Should we lead into that? Because we know at the start, yeah. you're going out wedding fairs. Just a quick question on the wedding fair side of things: Were you paying to go on wedding fairs when you were starting out? Were you, or were you invited, yeah. or did you? We just go on open days, or were you? We well, pay into yeah, going. Yeah, we did pay for a few in the very beginning. Didn't we? we did it all. We yeah. paid, and then we also got invited. Combination of it. Yeah, definitely. Going back to like relationships, you know, like so. I know we've moved on for the last question, but the destination one. We'll make sure, like that wedding planner on that wedding. We will make sure we. It's not just hi, yeah, we're Nala and not. We go and sit and have a like yeah. a minute yeah, with yeah, her yeah. and introduce mm. ourselves and chat to her, and we'll do the same with like the wedding fairs. We'll go and chat to whoever's running that wedding <coughs> fair. Um, build them relationships and like oh now we're not there's a business card absolutely we've always said the wedding fairs yeah. it's not about getting a booking on the day it it's about building relationships with the people there. that are on absolutely. the wedding fair yeah. and also that if it is an invite from a venue it's getting to know the people who are on the venue run the absolutely. venue it is. get confidence in what you do yeah and building that sort of friendship with yeah. them yeah you need to be I think it's not just necessarily in the wedding industry but if you are building a business that's orientated around service you need to have relationship building as number one skill I think of like getting to know everybody be curious and get to know people and want to know people because these are the people that literally will recommend you if you do a good job and you're kind and you and you know you really like a whole space of people in a really loving kind way you will be remembered yeah. it's so important but as well as that like not just about the relationship, not just about being good at what you do. When we talked about like destination weddings, we put it on our page as soon as we started. If you, you've got to have the mindset of big, big growth mindset of going, right, we're going all in. Mm-hmm. We are literally making all this available. We want, we want brides to know that we are international. We want brides to know yeah. that we are destination wedding specialists. We could have said, we are Ribble Valley hair and makeup specialists. We didn't, we went, nope, we're international. Yeah. We're, you've got to dream big from the word It's that manifestation you, thing that you've got to We're isn't it? all about that. If you've got to you manifest it. Yeah. putting it out into the world, then it's mm. going to come back. Yeah, it's giving yeah. the space to show what's available. I, um, can I touch on the ideal client stuff? Because I, for, for, pers- for me personally, I, I have an ideal client. I want them right. to be a fun couple. I want them to, are they getting married in the right area? Can they afford my services? A lot of questions that I go for. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of, in my, say my Martin, I don't really do a lot of paid Martin or anything like that, but it's all social media and relationships. And it's building relationships in the right areas to make mm-hmm. sure I'm getting my ideal client. And I'm showing it on my Instagram and on my on my website. I want to look at it and go, that's like us, we're there like me. I want yeah. that vibe in the room. So you obviously have your ideal client. How do you go about finding them? Um, well, do you, do you, and why? Is, and do you? And is it important? 
we do have well we we feel if you look at um our brides now we believe that they are all our ideal clients because even though they might have different style they have mm -hmm. different kind of interests they're all different women i think the core of what they want is to have some like people there that are literally going to add to their experience of a morning they're going to make them feel good yes they want really really phenomenal like experience from all the suppliers because they're people that literally ha hold high regard of their wedding and they've really mm. you know invested a lot in the wedding but they really want somebody from an from a, a feeling perspective that's going to look after them that's going to be kind that's going to be fun that's going to add to their I'd experience agree with that. yeah, yeah. From, that's like, what i this feel. is a testament to your brand because i feel like people will look at you and um, go I want my wedding morning to be pumping, jump like fun. Positive. I don't want it yeah. like you know. Some are dead quiet and chilled, and some mm -hmm. might be nervous. And if you're a nervous bride, well, I want the energy to be high. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to book someone that's going to bring that and elevate the yeah. morning so yeah. that it makes me feel better about the whole day. And I, I think I, I think, think that's your strength. It, and and thank you for saying that because that's something that is a real big compliment to us. Like being complimented on that is, is means a world to yeah, us. Um, because I feel by. You know, the concept of emotional intelligence, of being able to read a room and understand clients. You see, you've got to think on a wedding morning, we might have only just met the bride at the trial. So they've met us, they feel really mm -hmm. calm and happy and, you know, they've had an experience where they feel, that's going to be great for my wedding day. They're almost reassured that box ticked. When you go into a wedding morning, you could have in excess of so 10, others. 15 yeah. other women mm. that you've not met. Totally different energy, totally different personalities. Being able to read a room is what we feel is like a really important thing how can we read the room how can we make sure that we're holding space for these people on a different like mm. personality level and that's what we do chameleon. one million times you can't just go in and be like whoa let's all be crazy because that's gonna some people are gonna be like what the hell is yeah. going on here yeah. it is not about us it's about that experience of that <clears> bridal <throat> morning and we need to enhance it we need to come in and elevate through emotional intelligence i think that's like kind of yeah. what we would say yeah, that we do yeah. You you bring the energy and and I think people might think that you you got you're always positive and upbeat and and like but like you say it's a building process. It's a like building you can't process. walk in like that. No, You've got to go absolutely in not. Yeah. Judge they be like turn around and get out. Apply apply <laughs> it where laughed. applicable. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You're yeah. you're in a yeah. unique position of any supplier where you're one-to-one -one with, like you say, maybe a dozen of the wedding party. All yeah. the wedding party. And so each yeah. person's going to need a different approach, Absolutely. aren't they? Yeah. And, and it's, it's very emotional a lot of the time, isn't it? And you have to deal with each bride in that own... You can't walk in and be like, oh, she's getting married, so she's going to be absolutely buzzing. Like, she might mm. be scared to death. She might be... Mm. You know, we have had people before and said, we just make sure you put really calm... Um, relaxation music on yeah. and things like that and we're like absolutely so we're not going to then be like woohoo like yeah. so excited because like we just need a bit of zen it's, it is yeah. being emotional it's about having respect for the people in front of you as well isn't yeah. it yeah absolutely and, and some of same with you Adam when you turn up well I'm, I'm similar yeah. as I go to the morning yeah. so mm, that part that part of the day for me is it's all the nervous anticipation yeah. of everything that's to come so you do you go in calm and then you just gauge whether yeah. it stays that way or whether actually these are good fun and they're, yeah. they're all having a laugh and, and you can then you can go with them a little bit. Of course you can. But I think as well it's so important on a wedding morning, especially if hair and makeup and the way we work, is that we let the bride, if she wants to get to that kind of, you know, out of calmness and to excited vibe, fine. But we always remain calm within ourselves on a morning because I mm. think... Because I've obviously recently got married myself this year, I now understand being a bride. I know, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> very good as well. I know, very thank good. You. Did you get mates rates? 
beautiful but kind of knowing the kind of you know they're almost not thinking about the hair and makeup now you're already there to do your job they're going to be some people are actually really nervous or like you were just saying then Laura, like you might have situations where a family member's not yeah. there and yeah, it's emotional, very emotional, emotional. yeah and I think by reading the room but also holding space for them and by that I mean being able to have those conversations mm-hmm. being able to have those adaptive chats with them makes them feel better because what we say what we believe is different about our brand is that you know, we say that we will run that morning for them. We'll literally yeah. like make sure that everything works so nice mm. and calmly in that morning. And mm-hmm. that's what they want as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they've almost forgot that they're having their hair and makeup done. It's like, oh, you're just here to look after us as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's focusing yeah. on that feeling again. Is it, oh, is it, does it really happen organically? Because you've done the right weddings and you're attracting the right, or I, have you specifically targeted some of the venues that you know the right clients are gonna be at? Or, because mm-hmm. there's different levels in the industry, isn't there? You can be here, you can be here, you can mm-hmm. be somewhere in the middle. Your ideal client might sit here. It's like, right, well, we know that, that those venues cater to those sort of clients. Yeah. Do you go into there? Have you done anything specific like that? Has it kind of happened organically? It's very, very organic, organic, very organic. And I think that it's, I think the bottom line of like why we've attracted our ideal client, I would say, is because we focused on the feel good. Mm-hmm. We focus mm-hmm. on the feel good. We focus on the women that literally want to have that feel good feeling, but also, you know, from a cost point of view, we know our worth in that sense as well. We know that when we've done a wedding, we are literally, we don't, we can't speak because we've literally given everything because mm-hmm. it's like, we're emotionally like given of, of like all of our energy because that's what that bride and that's what all those women deserve. I, I've so got a, like, there you go, isn't it? Yeah. I think um, I, the reason why I talk about this, because I remember when I was the beginning stage, it's like you were, you go and you do it, you're saying yes, you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. I did a wedding fair at a venue. They asked me to do it. And it wasn't in a very affluent area, shall we say. And I was standing singing, I was chatting to people, and they all seemed really nice. And they all wanted great stuff for their wedding. They were nice people. Mm. I told them what I charged, and it was like, oh my God, no. It was yeah. miles out from what they yeah. could afford. Yeah. And I thought, I'm, I'm in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as soon as I started to direct myself in different areas, yeah. those people, oh, is that all? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of value for what you charge. Yeah. Mm. So it's getting in the right places. Yeah, it is. It's not just pers- like from a business point of view. It's not just being an ideal client from a personality point of view. It's we want like we want clients that have got money. Like yeah. without sounding crass is. about it. Yeah. Like you yeah. want to me oh, not not two. We don't want two. No, I want that nice middle yeah. of the road. That's yeah. where I am. Yeah. You can be in the high high end you know million pound weddings but then that's a different experience as a supplier and i'm the same i don't want to be there i I like to be kind of where we are nice Mm, weddings good weddings but real people real people with good personality because that's where you're in alignment i think because we work together a lot we do we're all on the same similar yeah our brides are in the same kind of budget i do believe though like the more you do and the more we enjoy and we know our bride and like we will have it's hard to describe the ideal bride because Mm. they're all so different but it is like laura keeps saying about the the feeling and the vibe and it it genuinely is that so you you feel it more than actually say it but i think you know we find over the years from eight years ago to where we are today you know we're working in spain in a few weeks you know eight years ago we never would have dreamt that but it's kind of the more you work, the more you 
you almost become a magnet to you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Do you say that the higher yeah. ticket ones, the destination ones, the nicer venue? Do you think it's all just come organic? Oh, organic I do. Yeah. So I you think you can, can overthink it. I think sometimes, you know, from a business point of view, you can actually go to like almost this logistic focus of mm-hmm. and like your logical focus of going right. This is what you've got to do, A, B, C, and D. I feel, and this could sound really woo-woo what I'm going to sound say now, but if you've got a really good intuition and you've got a really good sense of your brand and a sense of self and you know what you want, you will attract it by kind of your output of it. Yeah. And it's when you're not in alignment of it, you won't bring your ideal clients in. I mm-hmm. really, really believe that. So you're marketing authentically, you are being authentic, and through that you will get that back. Absolutely. You know, you can't just sometimes have this like logical five-step plan it's almost a case of like what do we feel about it like you said you know before when you're talking about a client immediately when we had business opportunity and it didn't feel right no. that was your intuition i think sometimes as business owners we need to lean in sometimes mm. lean in and listen to what's coming up for mm-hmm. us because that's alignment you know you yeah. need to act in alignment. I, I, I love the mindset i love the manifestation sort of stuff. i mean i read the book by Rhonda Byrne the secret many years ago and start yeah. to employ a little bit of that but what i what i, I think there's twofold with it actually I think it's not enough to just dream of what you want, but it's funny when you do start to dream of what you want and and you put yourself in the situation, yeah. into your body in that situation, something happens within you where it gets you busy to yeah. kind of create it at the same time. It's not just thinking of it will bring it, it's knowing where I want to go and having little actions, but the yes, actions almost 100%. come instinctively. It's mm-hmm. like- it's inspired you, you, action, yeah, that's what bizarre. it is. It's, yeah. it's not just thinking about it, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. You start to do things yeah, yeah. subconsciously make that yeah, make yeah. it happen. But ideas will come to you. So when you're dreaming and when you're kind of thinking, I use the word dream, and it sounds so unbelievably like weak as a word, doesn't it? But if you kind of start to visualize where you see yourself being as a business and a brand, you've already thought that. Mm-hmm. That's actually been an expansive way mm-hmm. of thinking. It's actually there. Your brain doesn't know what's real or not. It's actually like, oh, that's happened. You, you yeah. thought about destination running, that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then you start, th- yeah, because yeah, yeah. then you start thinking, right, the inspired action I need to get into is, I need to start advertising, I need to put it out there, showing what you were saying before, yeah. making it available for your client to go, they do destination weddings. Mm-hmm. We were advertising destination weddings before we were doing destination weddings. So in theory, that's manifested itself, yeah. hasn't it? Mm. So it's like inspired action gets you to where you need to get to, but you're right. If you're not in action and you just sat there hoping and you know wishing and dreaming, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. It's the moving the needle every day tiny that gets mm. you the bigger results, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a snowball effect, isn't yeah. it? One million percent, Absolutely. yeah. And obviously Definitely. you guys had a very clear vision from the start of yeah. where you wanted to get yeah, to and what okay. you wanted to be. And I think if you've not got that and you don't know where and you're coming in fresh and you don't really know where you want to sit and what you've... Yeah. You've no compass, have you? Your compass well, is all over I've the place. Well, what I'm going to say, it goes back to what we were saying before, is that's why you say yes to a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. you experience as much as possible and then and that's how you learn yeah. what, like, you know, sort of monetary position you want to be, what kind of budget weddings you want to be doing, mm. what kind of brand you want, what kind of place you want to work in, abroad, d- 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 local. You learn by doing totally. and doing and doing. Absolutely. You have cool. to cash your net wide, don't you? Casting your net yeah. wide at that point, and, and then, then it gets smaller and yeah. smaller. And you're like, well, this is us, this is our niche, this is what we want, and that's right. This, this, this is what like, philosophically, yeah. it sounds really straightforward and makes loads of sense yeah. in, in theory, but it's doing it. It's but the it is, action, action doing of doing it. it. And I think that our from day one was dreaming big, but that dream was to get our own studio. We've done it now. And that dream was to be on OK Magazine cover. We've done it now. 
then to get a podcast you've done it so you've always got an extra on to the next keep moving the goalposts yeah. you have to be the goalpost yeah. that's Anything's the better possible, analogy isn't it? I'll talk yeah. to you about that in more detail like it's conceptual um, <laughs> right this is I've got this from your website I love that be the goalpost be I'm the goalpost yeah. you know, you're never behind the goalpost you are the goalpost goal it's not about moving them it's being it Correct. Then uh, the more you move. That's what I said. Quote me, 2023. Okay. Okay, I get it. Be, um, the goal. be the goalpost. Be I the I want to go back to, to your brand, your ethos. On your website, it's our wedding team not only provides your bridal glam, but we also ensure you feel happy and confident on your big day. And we've mm-hmm. talked about this. Mm-hmm. This is the core of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And I, like you didn't, so everyone watching, listening, you did my sister's wedding last week. I did. And Beautiful obviously it was a beautiful amazing. morning, but before that, the trial. My yeah. mum came with my sister to have a trial mm-hmm. and she came home and she was like, oh my God, they're, those, they're so lovely, they're so nice. Aww. And she, she, it was it was quite touching really because she was, she came home and she was glowing. She was like, she kept saying how beautiful I was gonna look and she kept talking about my hat and, she's, and she made me feel amazing. And so my, and I can <laughs> say firsthand that my mum came home and just was elevated for the next couple Aww. of days because she was like, Aww. they made me feel so special and so, pretty attractive and you know glamorous she and all is. it she's a baby so, well beautiful. yeah but so that was that was her like experience of you two which is amazing but you've as you've built your brand and you've expanded your team yeah and i know some of the girls that you know yeah they follow you want to instill that ethos Absolutely. into for anyone expanding their business and and branching out and building in bringing in more team members mm-hmm. how do you keep that ethos and make sure that they because I'm presuming that they go out and do other weddings and you might be on multiple weddings on we the do. same yeah, day. Yeah, we do. How, how do you make sure that they're on a wedding over there doing what, bringing the same passion and vibe as you can do? Well, how do you build your team? It, it took a long time for us to build a team. How do you very... find the people that you know can, that you can trust well, to, to do that for you? Well, they're all handpicked by us. They're all handpicked. So basically, again... It's play like, golf with them. Sorry, play carry golf, on. Play yeah. golf. That's <laughs> how we know. We are ourselves about relationships and about it being organic, but it's so true. And we do get people coming to us, don't we, saying, can we join your team? Um, and we just know from meeting the girls some of them are already are really lovely friends in the industry who we know and for years they have, they've worked very close with us haven't they so the way we work they naturally kind of adapt to your ways and then it gets to a point where you're like no i'm really comfortable now i'm confident in them so they can deliver a mm. wedding uh, you know so do you bring them with not. you first they have, they yeah they come with us to see let them, well. let them yeah. fly the nest if you want yeah. yeah and that's really important because they will see almost if you think about it we want them to be part of our team and we're very lucky to have them and equally i know that they feel very lucky to be part of our team because obviously we're providing work for them and mm-hmm. you know we really look after and care for them and we really respect all of them and it's very reciprocated that which is key yeah but yeah. they can obviously see how we work which is we do work really differently than other hair and makeup like we're bridal specialists we're not we, do, we say we're not just hair and makeup for mm. weddings, we are bridal specialists. And a bridal specialist is somebody that literally looks after all of those bridal party members on that morning from the from the contact that they have initially to make an inquiry, right through the, just before they're walking down the aisle, they are literally adored, looked after, felt safe and calm in that yeah. experience with us as Nala and not. And that's the, that's the expectation that we have for our team. Mm-hmm. And that's why do they're in our team. Do you teach them that? Because I know you, you run training, don't you? Do you have yeah. any, any any people that have been through your training that you would then use? 
We have actually. Yeah, 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 yeah we have. Yeah. That have literally from the bridal school that we've um, recently, you know, launched about a year, it's a year old mm-hmm. now, isn't it? We have had people now that literally will come and support us that we can see now as being lead stylist for yes. weddings. That's great. Which yeah. is yeah. really, really exciting. So, so you're doing the educational, you're doing the training thing and you're using that to then bring them into the team if they, if they fit. If, if, if they, they fit. fit. If yeah. they fit and we want to give them experience. For us, we believe there's enough work for everybody. We're like, we're not going to like, you know, we don't want to like dominate them or do everything. We don't want to take over all the hair and makeup because there's enough work for everybody. It's like in excess of 350, 400,000 weddings alone in the UK mm. every year, there's enough work for every single hair and makeup artist that specialise in bridal to work. But if we can help different artists get work by literally, you know, being part of our weddings, mm-hmm. then we want to be able to do that. We're very much as you can probably tell, like girl power, it's really about female empowerment. We mm-hmm. love supporting other women. We love helping other people. We've got loads of friends that hair and makeup artists in the industry. We help each other. And that's a big thing for us. It's like there is enough room for everybody and want to help as you many people. You chase people's lives. I think that's why we do the podcast and why we've done our training. Because well, you're literally changing people's yeah. lives, aren't you? We, Certainly with our course. So we did the videography uh, course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to see some of them on students now, uh, I see them regularly on social media. They're... They are living quit, life, the day quit jobs. the jobs Maybe. and got a new, yeah. you know, a new career, well, we enjoying were life more. Once, we? We're all, so yeah. we yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. That, You know, help them get, and it wasn't available when we. I had no help, you know, no, and it wasn't available. and it's brilliant to see them how they've gone on and done stuff. Yeah, because yeah. you're giving somebody that opportunity to then follow their passion and follow mm-hmm. their bliss. And that's the right thing to do. And I think that as human beings, if we can like always focus on our passion, but focus on serving and helping other people, then you get into this area of like educating other people, and it's so unbelievably it's rewarding. Selfishly, oh, yeah. you get it's so much so out of it. Rewarding, it's so rewarding, one million percent. You, you're giving a lot, yeah, but you get so much out of it yourself, you don't do. you? I, I, there was yeah. nothing when I was starting out, and social media wasn't really a thing. Facebook, maybe at the start, maybe not at the very start. I had nothing to go on. I was just, I think I was inspired by somebody and I just pretty much learned everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's no YouTube. There was no YouTube no. about it. And, and I thought that's what is so valuable, this sort of thing for people to listen to and, and learn from. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And give people permission. Yeah, the space, come and do stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is what you need to do. These are the moves you need yeah. to make. This is how you need to be. And going out and giving that education is, is great. Is that yeah, why you started your educational mm-hmm. platform the, the bridal school is it was that yeah. something that you felt passionate about or was it mega like passionate more of a... so it's not just natalie and i that have the bridal school so two actually of our lead stylists that have been with us like from very nearly the beginning they're the two people that's you know gone into this business with us and you know so there's four of us in it and we've got like emily and steph their background is hair and makeup teaching in college, university level, obviously Nat and I's experience is like the business, the bridal, the literally building mm-hmm. it in industry. So we felt we had a really good kind of synergy us for coming in it together. Um, and then what we wanted to do, I know this sounds really like bold and proper cheesy, but like it, we want to leave a legacy. We want to leave, uh, you know, the industry, you know, one day when we're 164, um, <laughs> telling everybody that we're still 28, um, that we want to basically say that we had an impact on how hair and makeup artists had on the industry because we're passionate about focusing on bridal specialism. Mm-hmm. 
we want to really, really focus that as a hair and makeup artist on a wedding morning, you should be a bridal specialist in regards to how you hold space for that woman, how you look after them, how that morning's run, you know, and we want to help other hair and makeup artists that are doing weddings know how to be bridal, bridal yeah. specialists. Not just about the skills. If you think about it from our point of view, and you both will agree with this because you're both creatives as well. You've got your own style of like singing and the entertainment side. Every hair and makeup artist has got their own style. We're artists. Yeah. You know what I mean? You create, you're yeah. artists. We don't want to say necessarily all the time that you need to do it this way because everyone should have that kind of creativity to do it how they want to do, to paint and create. What we want to share with them is how they can be bridal specialists, how they can literally maximise on their bookings and on their business, but by being the best person to that bride that they can be, because that's how they'll get the booking. It's a really that's strong why. Yeah. yeah. Learning like these bridal things is motivated. It's priceless, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. If, if your why is to have an impact and leave something behind after you've got, like that's ever evergreen, isn't it? Like mm -hmm. that's a goal, and this yeah. is why you, you are the goalpost, as you said, and yeah. it's not mm. just we've our goal is to get a studio and then we've mm -hmm. got the studio and now now we've made it. Mm. It's you your overarching goal is to leave a big legacy behind. To leave so, the bridal specialism term by it, the bridal it, that school. That keeps pushing that's you for us. rather yeah. than these like finite incremental goals. Yeah, that that'll that's why you keep going and keep going and totally. keep going and keep pushing it because you've got this overreaching thing. Absolutely. That makes the most successful people, the people that constantly commit to personal development, which me and you mm. are passionate Absolutely. about. We believe that we are the greatest project you've uh, you know, you know, ever seen because you can't ever just think, I know it all. Even though we've all been in the industry, all four of us sat here for a long time and we know our craft and we've literally like, you know, worked really hard. We are never, ever, ever at the end goal. You always mm. have got to go up, up. You've mm -hmm. got to up level from personal development, from growth, because if you're not committing and investing to that, then I can absolutely guarantee one million percent that it'll show up in your business. The people that aren't growing in their business at the moment are potentially the business that need to lean in more than ever to personal development and mindset work. And Without that, a doubt. and that for us is that's always the denominator. When yeah. we are stuck, it's like right, what work do we need mm -hmm. to do? Where I, I absolutely, to... you know, I think people, a lot of people, can have the skill to actually deliver that product. Of course they can. It's yeah. everything else that matters. Yeah. The They're mind. not willing to invest in themselves to to further themselves. Yeah. And, and learn all these different sort of techniques. Not just about I'm dead good at doing that now. Yeah. Mm. It's the other things that matter that actually yeah. make you a success. You're expanding. Personal growth, mm. personal development is expansion, and I think that it's the most beautiful gift you can give to yourself. You become a different thinker. Yeah. You, yeah. you see, you see different things. You see different. You see situations and opportunities probably, but perhaps you we do. haven't seen them before. Yeah. And they they are presented to you all the time. Yeah, it's having that vibe, if you like, on yeah. that certain frequency to to know it's totally. doing the doing the bridal school do you think that's helped with your own by helping other people is it, are you then helping yourself and Has learning, it brought learning? business yeah um what vanilla and not yeah yeah, has it, like, like, the has it improved the brand? And... Oh, yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. yeah, from a business, from a diverse, from a business diversification point of view, we've literally thought to ourselves, we need to kind of expand what we do. Like, we just don't want to just do service. We want to literally support online and support in person. So that's where like the podcast came into it to help brides to be feel fabulous on the bridal mm -hmm. journey. But from the bridal school point of view, it's like that's our next step. That we feel that. 
from a growth point of view for Nala and not, we don't want to say that we're going to do 20 weddings in one day. We don't want to keep growing it in that way because we don't want to compromise our quality. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. What we want to do is literally, and I think that this is a key in business as well, having multiple different income streams, thinking to yourself, how can your one brand bring you different income streams is mm-hmm. something that I believe every single business should explore. Mm-hmm. Because when you put all your eggs in one basket, then you're running a risk, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look what happened with us all with COVID. Oh, yeah. COVID is a perfect example. Like we literally had all of our financial eggs, as it were, in Nala or Not, which is a service providing business in mm. the wedding industry. We were the last business people to go back, weren't we, in the wedding industry and hair and makeup. Yeah. So we were like immediately right, we I need to make sure. Yeah, that was the thing going, right, okay, how do we almost future self protect our business? And by again, personal development, like we need multiple income streams. We, we need to have this different kind of options coming to us. So that's kind of where it first came from, really, I would say. Smart, yeah. And yeah. As in the industry, like we've, we've done, the education, if you're established and you've got experience, the educational route makes sense and podcasts at the yeah. minute. Yeah. It, make, it makes sense. And Giving back, helping people. Mm, it's like, yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? And the idea as well, what we thought of is that, you know, when we're doing the podcast, we've got obviously dreams and goals with the podcast and we love doing it. We love, love, love like, it's us chatting, talking to brides, all about the stuff that we're talking to you about and how we can make them feel calm, talking about bridal beauty, the mindset, wedding planning mm-hmm. advice that we've seen over the years. Nice. And that's all lovely things that we're giving for free. Um, but we've got obviously aspirations of where that's gonna to evolve to, which is really exciting. Um, in fact, we're going to be launching, the, when people are gonna be listening to this, yeah, they'll probably, probably, be they're probably already out then. We're gonna be Couple launching a brand to be membership so this is a b2c offering to which they're going to be paid to be part of and we're going to give them that support and that bridal buzz and all the things that we give on the bridal podcast in more of um, an inclusive space so this is like a subscription thing a subscription thing yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that's what we're going to be doing so that's kind of where that's going to evolve to but with the bridal school for the education point of view as well we thought to ourselves like you did you know we've kind of earned our stripes and it's good to give back and we want to help as many people but it was that legacy business for Mm -hmm. us weren't it it's really that kind of bridal specialist term is so important to us it's not just about making money genuinely genuinely because we've seen how it can be bad we've seen a wedding morning when it can go terribly wrong how you know how a supplier on a wedding morning hair and makeup on an artist on a wedding morning can really have such a negative and Mm -hmm. disastrous impact on a wedding morning Mm -hmm. because they haven't and it might not be their fault it that might not they might just not be equipped with the knowledge of what it just takes to be to be in that room if that makes sense and i feel like the hair and makeup industry as much as it's an amazing industry it has got a little bit of a insular people just do them don't they they? do and it's got like even if you go to like a beauty counter people are quite intimidated Mm. and we really want to kind of make it known and instill it in all our students like you don't you just like leave your ego at the door it's all about the bride it's all about kind of making that making woman friends feel amazing yeah and there is space for everybody like we say and i was chatting to a hairdresser a couple of weeks ago who was working on a wedding and she said she said since covid all hair and makeup artists in the bridal industry have come together and we we were like yeah of course but we were like but we've always had that feeling from yeah. day one yeah yeah not everybody has unfortunately yeah. there's room for everyone in the wedding industry there there's, there's yeah. i mean so many weddings people can yeah. get married there's totally plenty of yeah. space for everyone yeah but, yeah what a fulfilling goal to have and yeah. uh, what a powerful motivator it is as well i know no, we're very we're so we say this all the time but we're so lucky to do what we do uh, so this just completely switching the, the script 
we always ask this to every guest. Um, what is the most kind of embarrassing or hilarious story of like the most outrageous thing you've seen at a wedding? Probably in the anything. morning from your point of view. An interesting, funny story, embarrassing, like a nightmare scenario or anything. Like something that was a nightmare, but you overcame it and you're dead embarrassed or just something funny that's funny. or just Anything, awful. like a Either. nightmare. So, Johnny, a really so... good story. I mean, it can get a little bit kind of um, giddy on a wedding morning. You Have you ever slipped and gone lipstick and gone, eh. No, never done that. Don't say that. Don't say that. that. That's never happened. Happened. I mean, No, that's fine. It's that's like fine. Dress, it's if it's like... on the dress. Yeah, that's oh, never God, happened. Yeah, hey, yeah. we've had... People touch, being drunk. Touch People wood. have been drunk on a wedding morning. In the morning. I'm like, I'm like Yolo, That's good going. do it. Yeah. yeah. The giddy. They've got champagne. We have had people, popping. so we've had drunk bridesmaids. We've yeah. had dresses break. That, um, that can happen a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. when dresses I suppose break. You you guys are the, the first part of call to fixing yeah, these kind we of do. problems. We become right? the fixer. Yeah. We do. Um, we get the bride in got, the dress. We've got needle and thread on you yes. all the times and stuff, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can sort yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. We got this. We uh, we did a wedding once, and I won't say who the bride is, but all oh, the venue, just in case. But um, the photographer never turned up. Yeah. Oh. Did you yeah, shoot so it on your phone for them? We did. We did take it. Well, we took the Yeah, we We literally messaged all our... Um, friends in the industry saying like you know is anyone available um, don't know why they didn't turn that's my worst fear which is really you might have yeah. had this dream where you, you're dreaming that you're late to a wedding or that yeah, you've, you've yeah. woke or up and your phone sleep, rings you know, yeah. you know on a Saturday when you know you've not got a wedding but your phone rings and it's an oh, unknown it's, number I do it all the time <laughs> shit have I got a wedding you're like I'm going to be in Scotland shit, in I'm, five minutes oh my god is this a bride and I've just <laughs> yeah. forgot and no, that rings never. I know. We've yeah. never we've had we've had it where we've been told again. Won't go into detail of like venue or bride, but like the best man has gone missing on the morning oh, yeah. from the night before. It's got very very drunken, and he, he was, was in found a in a Wendy house in a Wendy house shed in the venue. Um, <laughs> in the garden. The bride oh never God. knew. It was no, all kept from her because I think she was a bit. I think she had her, her own feelings about the best. About that anyway. best night, okay. Yeah. So yes, yeah. so, so there were, they were that. That's there was a little bit of a funny thing, but otherwise it's been, that'll been, do. been quite peaceful. That'll do. Yeah. You know, my biggest fear is turning up at the wrong venue and actually setting everything up. Oh God! I mean, waiting for them to arrive. I'm like, where is everyone? I once at the wrong venue. Wrong venue. Once. Look, never happened. There was two churches next door to each other on a street, and you could see one was there, one was there. And I, I was pull, I was driving along the street. I could see them all on the, both on the left, and I was like, oh "My God, which one is it?" Oh <laughs> no! And, and I did. I pulled. Up, I pulled into the car park, and I, I was at the wrong one. And I was like, <laughs> "We was at we was at a wedding." Last but look, week. luckily, you know. Oh no, you need to be that next door. Thank that's, goodness, that's it's the, like not gone too far The Smith wedding's that one, so I just yeah. pop the wall. Yeah. Like, if I was on. that vicar, I'd be winding you up. Yes, come in here, sir. Yeah. Can you set up? Yeah. Like, they don't look like my bride and groom. We were at a wedding last week, and um, it's two venues, the sister company. So we got ready in their lodge, and then moved over to a different venue. Is it called your Meridale venue? Yes, it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, we were there, like doing hair and makeup, and then the videographer was literally in the window. It wasn't you, Adam. And we're all waving, and he's like, "Hi!" And um, wrong one. Remember, the bride, the bride went. Yeah. It, that's not our videographer, but they just it just got the wrong venue just further. Yeah, yeah. that's not so bad that one, is it? Who was there for a good video was it? Who 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 was
Nat, you go first. I know what you're going to say. Go on. I think I'd be a stylist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dressing the stylist. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Oh, you're, you're, you did such a good job Nat on your own wedding. Nat did all of hers, though. She styled all of her wedding to absolute perfection. It was, it was it looked a dream. Amazing, yeah. oh, she's so, that, she, that, she's so good. She's such a yeah. good... You've got good vision. Yeah, because you see so much as well. You you, you get really good ideas, wouldn't you, from yeah. all the weddings well, you've you been do, to. And, and I, I think, oh, if that was me, I'd do, I'd do it. The only the only thing though, and I actually said this to you the other day in the car. The only thing that I think I'd really struggle with is you don't get a chance to chat on the morning, and I'm such a people no, person. No, no, yeah. see the bride and groom. Very the, 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 the stylists, the very, the very folks yeah, that were doing the very yeah. yeah. You can't go off and have a chat with the bride no. people and no. stuff. Yeah. Because I've been a makeup artist since I was like 17 and the reason I love bridal so much is from the social element of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, I wanted to get into TV but there was no social... Yeah, it um, certainly ticks my social yeah, box. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because I, I literally don't go out. Yeah. You know, no, unless I go out yeah. with my wife, I go out for something for a meal or something. No, but I don't go out. No. And, but this ticks my social box. Well, I'll tell you what I would do. I mean, I can't <laughs> sing. I can't <laughs> sing at all, but I'd love to be able to be a singer at a wedding or a DJ. Yeah. Or I think you'd definitely do something musical. I'd sing like a DJ. Musical. Do, something uh, musical. Yeah, yeah, I can't DJ and I can't sing. I, I said you know DJ for mine. I'd like, did you say DJ? Yeah. I'd like to be DJ? a singer as well. It'd be awesome. No, yeah. I'd love to learn. Yeah, I like, I, I'd I like, like to the, learn. I like yeah. all the art behind it. I'd like to do it. I'd love mm. to do that. I might do like, um, just something, and I think I'd like to do entertainment. Should we get I'd like into to it? Do the bongos. Let's DJ do it. And sax. This Me is it now. Do Move over all the other industry leaders. <laughs> We've got Adam do, and Laura you now. You could do the morning, <laughs> and then you could come back at night. We'd have a really boring day. Like it's Adam and Laura on bongos and sax. And Adam DJ. and Laura. Adam DJ and Laura. Adam. DJ Adam and, and saxophonist Laura. <laughs> I play the tambourine. Um, brilliant, that. Right, the last question. Which, which we is, had from Damien, who runs the Wedding, wedding Industry Awards. Awards. Right. So yeah. he was he was well, our last one. guest. And he we, we're going to ask you to leave a question for the next Oh, guest. I know where you've got that inspo from. Like it. Well, yes. Yeah, it's very transparent. Love but, it. But we rubbed it from a certain other podcast, this, this <laughs> little uh, bit, didn't we? Um, but it was a good question. So Damien said, apart from your service, hair and makeup, what else are you doing on a wedding day? I mean, this kind of we've kind of covered this, but but what, specifically, what else are you doing to promote yourself on the wedding day aside from your product? I'd say we are mainly focused on. I, I think self promotion by being focused on the bride, the feeling, yeah. the relationships, mm-hmm. the emotion. Yeah. So it's obviously promoting. Yeah, you, you're promoting your company by promoting yourself. Being authentic to ourselves. Yourself. We're I, being ourselves. Yeah. I think you have to, from a different angle, constantly make the sure... The chairs help. Are yeah. they, do they come they with you? Come. Oh, they, they don't come. They don't come with you. No, they don't come. Um... Yeah, we don't leave business cards in bridesmaids' no, bags. No, no. Such a no-no. Do I hate it when people leave business cards. Girls, can we give you a 10-minute PowerPoint presentation yeah. about booking I know it sounds... Just have a look. I know that probably is a bit different to the question, but we'll make sure that we tag, like, we're here mm. at Merrydale oh, yeah, Manor. That's, that's right. We'll make that, sure that's we get the one. lots of content. You're promoting yourself, but it's not your product, but you're promoting yourself. Yes, right? yeah. I know that. That's what I do. Yeah, network again. Like, we might Because there is there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, isn't there? Yeah. Well, the answer might have been more, we'll leave business cards or we, I don't know, we offer free things or we do a post on social and tag the venue. And so it's, yeah. I don't, I I think it's a very much more like from an organic kind of like way that we we promote ourselves and Mm -hmm. almost very authentic. We're we're just ourselves. People ask about our business. 
they want to tag us sometimes because they'll be like, oh, well, can we send you a selfie and yeah. stuff, you know, when they're all ready. Like, yeah. send go. And they'll do it and, you know, that'll be great mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think you've got to think you cannot hard sell on a wedding morning or a wedding for no, no, no. That, That's You're a subtle way to, to do, do it, though, isn't it? But you, can, yeah. you can be hot on social media on the yeah. day, can't you? Yeah, of course and you it's can. it's important, like, you know, your bridesmaid might be getting married and talking about her own wedding, but at the end of the day, it's might be a best friend's wedding you're not going to sit and be like oh, oh let's do your, your wedding, wedding. That's like next year yeah. right you're a bit like well just send us give you 20% off some people would do that I, I just it's just <laughs> not the way up. to go about <laughs> it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it? Up, yeah. on that point of Instagramming on the wedding morning do you yeah. do you put stuff straight on or do you no no we are you conscious that yeah because I've seen this happen and um when you normally at the ceremony the Read the celebrant or the vicar will say, you know, please a couple of asks for no social media mm-hmm. until yeah. they've posted themselves. Don't put anything on. That's quite common these yeah. days. Yeah, And then suppliers go and put stuff on, thinking that it doesn't apply to them. It just applies to the guests. Well, but I've, I, well. I feel like you know, if if the bride and groom don't want anything on social media before, mm-hmm. at least before the night do. Because they don't want people seeing the wedding it's, day. It can it can cause such well, a it's, bad yeah. rift between. Be Are you like conscious that? of that as we well? See, yeah. Well, we see the bride before even the guests. So mm. imagine if we'd put something on before she's kind of what I'm getting at, yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to reveal the bride's like the gr- yeah. dress and look before anyone's Absolutely. seen. Her. I, I usually do mine the day after, but it's, it's it's as if it's that's the day that I'm doing the wedding. Yeah. But there's always some point on the wedding day where I say, "Oh, would you mind if I put a yeah. couple of posts up?" And yeah. I've never anybody say no. No. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got. But it's still really worth just asking, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Always worth. Get the content, and also it's better for the Instagram because if you get the content throughout the day, but then. From a story point of view, post it all at once the next day because then people can go through yeah. your story. Yeah. Because if you put one on and then an hour later you put another one on, people are less well, likely to see it all. That's what we tend to do. It's the day after. The day and do you know after. what the thing is? What we find as well as a business, people are so much more engaged with our stories than they are with actually anything on the grid. Yeah. Yes, reels are important. Like our big thing for social media, we do a lot of reels. Mm. It is like a really big thing that we focus on. But the stories, people are literally rather than scrolling down, a lot of people just want to just tap across. Yeah. That's like it's kind of the ease of it. So from a mm. story point of view. Stories are really a good way to engage with people and talk to them because they want to talk to you as well. So mm-hmm. that's what we find. Do yeah. it the next day. I don't think I've yeah. actually done a proper post for eight. I think it's, it's always a reel. Yeah. And then yeah, I'll share the reel is. as a story yeah, and I'll do some is, other yeah. little separate bits on the stories. I, I don't do too much in, on Insta because I find the more that I do, the more inquiries that it creates. I'm always trying to keep my balance. So, like yeah. I said, yeah, you said before, course. keeping that the number so you can keep your quality there. Yeah. I don't want to get too busy. I don't want to get too busy. But it does though, if I have a bit of a spell of posting a lot, yeah. it does generate a lot of inquiries. Yeah, yeah it does. So I, I just kind of balance it a little bit. to me, I'll do them. Which is great when, when you're first starting out, you should be doing that. We're up now. This yeah. is our new I've you DJ, DJ Adam. You've not done yeah, it. DJ no, Adam and Laura. Yeah. <laughs> um, can, right, so can we have a question? For, our for the next, next guest. guest, business, Ooh. wedding, business, marketing orientated ish. Who is elusive and you're not allowed to know who it is. You'll have Ooh. a really good question. Because we don't know. Like deep and meaningful, like, oh, what's the meaning Something of life? Something really soulful Maybe and not. philosophical. Yeah. Um, how do you, what would you good. say is what's, your, yeah, what's your you number one piece to. of advice that you would give to your past self? Yeah to get you to where you are here now, your yeah. present self. So what, so, to, to kind of fast track it kind of thing. Specifically on your personal Might, but they might say, exactly, they might turn around and say, oh, actually it's um, investing into this or doing that, yeah. that, that. They yeah, might cool. say it's bringing on staff. So what have they, what's their one piece of advice that piece they- Piece of advice for your past self. To past get self that would fast track you to your present to self now. At. Yeah. 
Brilliant. you've done in your business. Mm-hmm. Cool, ladies. ladies thank one. you so much. Thank oh, you. thank you so much. Thank you. And also, I've got to say, such lovely surroundings where we are. I mean, this. What do you call this? The the shed of dreams. Shed of dreams. Yeah. What a lovely place to conduct. Um, Some of you work from. We'll, know, we'll tag you on you. Insta and socials and links, and but Nala and not. Nala and not. Thank you, thank you so oh, much thank for having you. us. Naturally, thank you. Sending lots of love. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 So thanks so much for listening. We really hope that you found this episode insightful, inspirational, and if you did enjoy that, then please consider subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts: iTunes, Spotify. We're Think Wedding Business. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to watch us, you can go over to YouTube and find us at Think Wedding Business. And the same over on Instagram to keep up with all of our future episodes. We'd really love you to subscribe and join us on this journey. And if you do like this content, please consider giving us a five-star review. It just helps us get seen and helps spread the word. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.